You're listening to That Champion Lifestyle Podcast, and I'm your host, Emmanuel. Mommy. M. M. <laughs> okay, you can just call me M, okay? I am obsessed with all things wellness, but with a twist. I go from wearing sweats to sequin dresses, and from freshly brewed coffee to sipping on a sparkly nightcap, and I just aspire to live an inspiring lifestyle. So tune in every week for some soul episodes and mind-blowing conversations with guests that will make you want to step up your game. Because we're here for that everyday bougie energy and becoming the best versions of ourselves. Are you ready? Let's just dive into it. Hey guys, welcome back to a new epi of That Champagne Lifestyle. I'm Em, I'm your host, I'm your wellness-obsessed BFF, uh, and I'm also that mom who just spent the last four days watching her toddler eating crazy amounts of chocolate that everyone was bringing to her house or we were picking up at people's house. Oh my god, chocolate and toddlers, cute on picture, cute idea. Thank God it's over though. <laughs> if you know, you know. So I hope everyone's having a fantastic start to the day. I'm finally spending a bit of a long time um, recapping the last couple of days. Honestly, I've been really, really trying to be mindful, staying grounded because everyone, every time, sorry, I spend too much time hosting or going to people like family gatherings and all that fun stuff. Um, it takes a lot of my energy and it takes a lot of my like there's this one word in French I'm trying to find um like the perfect like translation for but it's basically just like that peace of mind that I haven't really had in the last couple of days so today has been all about that it's been about detoxifying my body good foods clean foods going to hot yoga having like a really long bougie shower and I just got a a really really fun time spending with uh how do I just say that like those words were all just messed up but basically what I was trying to say is that I finally got the opportunity that's what I was trying to say to spend some time with Hilary Flynn who I've known through social media for a couple of years now she is the life expert, like the life organization queen that you need in your life. And honestly, we just had like an amazing conversation and it got me really fired up because number one, this girl, like she is so cool. Like she, (laughs) her vibe is really just like fun. Like you want to become like BFFs with her, like, but she also has like all of this knowledge and tips and tricks and ways that you get to really organize your life not just like spring cleaning your your house like we tap into it on the episode but it's like really reorganizing and reassessing your life becoming that higher version of yourself that you you dream to be you know you you have this version of you that girl like quote unquote that girl who's living that life um or like what I like to say like that champion lifestyle to me is like a version of me who's living the good life you know and who is that girl that version of me who's living the good life living her champagne lifestyle well she's that girl who's organized who picks up on habits like really good habits she lets go of like unnecessary stuff she's really good with her boundaries and all of that really important um all those important skills basically um and so we tap into this episode and it really like really gave me such good energy to spend this time connecting with her and having this conversation and I really truly honestly feel that you guys are going to be resonating with this episode so so much this is like the perfect time to drop it also because it is springtime it's spring cleaning and but we also talk about it's kind of giving me that new year's eve 
making these resolutions, having the momentum 2.0, you know, this is like a second opportunity in the last four months for you to reassess where you're going with your goals, with your wellness goals, maybe with your, with your dreams, with some, I don't know, maybe you are working towards a promotion or you are planning a trip, like whatever it is, like Hillary has so many pointers for us to really um, bring you in that direction. So this episode honestly is giving me the feels, oh, sorry. My phone just rang. Um, but what I was trying to say also is that definitely keep up, uh, keep up. Definitely connect with with Hillary because she takes on new clients. This is what she does. She's a life organization coach. She founded also Simple Harmonic, which is her coaching uh, business. But also she has this really cool challenge going on right now, which is a five-day challenge. It's free for you to sign up. We are linking it in the show notes. And basically what it is, it's, of a spring cleaning challenge and she gives you all of these tools these reminders as well because it's not just like organizing organizing your kitchen and your closet and your cupboards and getting rid of stuff it's no it's bigger than that like really like simplifying the shit out of your life requires organization and also decluttering releases the old stagnant energy and propels you towards where you're you're going you know being becoming that best self but there's so many aspects of your life that are included in her method we're talking finances we're talking wellness we're talking about um like obviously the house but like also your inbox your scheduling like anyways i'm not going to dive into it definitely love 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 this episode for you guys slide into my DMs. Let me know how this one resonates with you guys. Definitely connect with Hillary as well. And let me know if you want a part two because I really feel that we could like really dig even deeper with with Hillary and have her back on the podcast. So slide into my DMs. Let me know how this episode resonates. Hope you guys are having a fantastic start to your day and I'm sending you so much love, okay? I'm gonna go chill for a bit because this is finally break time for mom. Finally over the the kids and the chocolate and Easter. Love you guys. Hey guys, so this week I'm with Hillary Flynn, who I've met through the beauty, the fun, the Instagram of like, yeah, we met a couple of years ago. Yeah, years ago. Uh, So Hillary is a certified life organization coach and she's the founder of Simple Harmonic. Can't say that word. Harmonic. How do you say it? Harmonic. Yep. You got it. (laughs) So basically she is the queen of like getting your life, everything like sorted out, organized. This is her jam. This is what she does. Um, And we're going to talk all things spring cleaning, but not just like windows and like washing your bedding and all that good stuff. It's like massive, get your shit together, life spring cleaning. So I'm super excited. Thank you so much for being on the podcast. Amazing. Thank you so much for having me. Yay. Of course. So let's just dive into a couple of warming up questions because this is actually our, like we were just chatted before pressing record that we've known each other, but we've never actually spent time. Like we've, we've DM'd, we've, you know, connected through Mm -hmm. social media, but I want to know so much about you. (laughs) Amazing. Let's do it. Let's do it. What is your current morning routine? So my morning routine is a little bit challenging because I do work downtown Toronto and I have a pretty long commute. So I do what I can to keep it simple, but also a little bit energizing for me. So generally speaking, I'm waking up at like 
5.30 in the morning, which is a little bit earlier than I would like typically, but I'll do a little bit of journaling before I start getting ready. And then as I'm getting ready for the day, I'll either listen to a podcast or a playlist that gets me pumped up for the day. And then what I've started doing, and this is only in the past couple of weeks, I've started doing a meditation on the train to work so that I can at least make the most of the time that I have doing that and also maybe read a book or just kind of get into the zone for the day. Um, For the days where I'm not working in the office, I also add in a workout in the morning, or if it's not the Canadian winter, I will also go outside for a walk, something like that. But as you probably know, we're just getting into the the spring season. So I'm very much looking forward to it being not so freezing outside. Oh my God. Can we talk about the spring, like the actual spring energy and like the summer (laughs) vibes coming our way this week? I don't know in Toronto, because you're in Toronto, I'm in Montreal, but this week, they're like announcing like 20 degrees. Yes, it's going to be like that here too. So excited. Oh my God. Like the entire social media game is going to shift. Like watch this. <laughs> For real. It's the perfect time. What is your favorite bougie tip or like wellness tip? Something that really makes you, that just gives you like that oomph, like that energy. Mm -hmm. This is going to sound super basic, but honestly, it's life-changing just getting outside, like for real, just getting into the sunshine, getting moving a little bit, even just the fresh air. I think I discounted a lot of that throughout the winter months and then started to feel that drain on me. And so now starting to prioritize that again, it's just an immediate shot of energy of just that, that energized feeling that you can take on the world. And it's so, so basic and it's so accessible to everybody, but that's really my biggest like wellness tip for myself and for everybody I've been talking to lately. Oh yeah. Especially after winter, like Canadian yeah. winters are brutal. Mm-hmm. Terrible. Brutal. Yeah. I absolutely... I the... Oh, sorry. Go for it. No, no, go ahead. Go ahead. Um, this was actually the cloudiest winter we've had on record in like 80 years or something like that. I was so Oh my God. So speaking of city, what is like that city that represents your energy? Like where your soul just like, oh, it takes all its space. Yeah. So I kind of have two answers for this one that I've been to and one that I haven't. So I've been once to Vancouver and it just like opened my eyes to how just grounding the outdoors can be, but also a little bit of the hustle and bustle and just feeling really put together. So Vancouver is is a big vibe for me. One that I haven't been to, but my husband recommended it when we were talking about this uh, interview last night. He said Stockholm might also be one that I would really connect to. So kind of a similar, like it's on the water. It's also very put together. It's kind of more eco. So that might be another one that I'll have to check out. I could see Stockholm for you, actually. Mm -hmm. Like everything is so neat and like organized. Like it really, I haven't been, but. That's like the image that I have. Like Stockholm Babes, let us know. Yes, let us know. <laughs> if we have to <laughs> But I, I understand Vancouver as well. I find Vancouver very balanced between the outdoors and the city life. Like everything is just there and available and people are just so chill. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I love it. Love, love Vancouver. What is your favorite way to celebrate life? Celebrate life. I mean, honestly, I think it's getting together with people that I love and celebrating together. I think that's a big one for me. 
Um, just, you know, it's really easy to start to discount your own wins and just not really talk about them and move on to the next thing. But if you have a supportive community that can really come together and celebrate each other, that's where the, the momentum really starts. And so that's, that's my main thing is trying not to just celebrate by myself, but celebrate with others and try to get friends or family or my husband or whoever it is just really celebrating with me to really amplify the energy. Yeah. And like, we tend, like our brains, the way that we are like wired is that if, if you're celebrating something, let's say I'm with you, I'm going to be excited for you for like that big win, but my brain is not going to know who's like, who's excited for. So we're all like pumping and vibing and like recalibrating our energy just by being together and celebrating. I love that. That is so simple, but so complete at the same time. Totally. Yeah. It works for anybody anywhere, but it's just so crucial to get that real community support and vibe going. Yeah. Especially like years like post COVID and everything. I I feel like we kind of like, we got used to being on our own, Mm -hmm. like reconnecting and like really having that sense of community now is really, really important. Like, I feel like we kind of took all of that for granted our entire life up until the moment that we didn't have it anymore. Exactly. Yeah. Now we have to get back into the routine of it. Yeah. And also like finding a community that serves you like that, that you get to expand and grow and not just like tolerate quote unquote tolerate, you know, (laughs) (laughs) not looking at anyone. I'm just saying, (laughs) what's your why? I think my why is really when it comes to my life in general, but especially the coaching aspect of what I do, it's bringing that feeling of relief and calm and just that that grounding feeling of getting your life together and bringing it to others and sharing that with more people. That's really something that, you know, kickstarted the entire process of creating my business, but also just propels me forward in wanting to share that feeling because it's so powerful. And I see it just on my clients' faces or my friends' faces when it's like, oh, I finally got this thing together that's been bothering me or that's been nagging on me. And it's just like a breath of fresh air. And like, you can finally focus on what actually matters to you. So that spreading that feeling is really my why. I love that. That is, yeah, I, I love, I really do love that. <laughs> so tell us what you do. Yeah. So what do you do? <laughs> for sure. Yeah. So, um, first of all, I am actually a corporate director as well. So I do have a, a corporate job, nine to five typical side of things, but then also on a coaching side, I am a life organization coach, which to be clear is a job that I made up. That title does not really exist anywhere else, but it really no, it's it's a basically I was looking for a phrase to use that means get to shit get your shit together coach. Yeah, literally. <laughs> yeah. So life organization coach is what I came up with. And really it's talking about helping people get organized in different aspects of their lives so that they can take the mental load of de, you know, deorganization and clutter and all of these things off of their plate so they can focus on what actually matters, their goals, their dreams, whatever it is. Um, And so it was really born out of not only my own kind of quarter life crisis of thinking, you know, I've got so much on my plate. I'm so distracted and crazy and busy, and I just can't focus on what I want to do with my life. 
but also seeing that in my team at work, in my friends, in people out on the internet, and just a real need for that peace that comes with getting organized in different aspects of your life. So I was already an organized person and it was just kind of bringing all of these things together to help support my clients in different areas. So we're talking about not only your physical kind of home organization or maybe your office organization, but also, you know, organizing your schedule or your finances or your health and wellness routines, all of these different areas of your life that can feel chaotic and just cluttered and bringing some, what I call organizational magic into each element to give you that, that real sense of relief that comes with getting it all together. Oh, I love that. Um, so how like, Okay. So you were always a very organized person. I can relate to that, Mm. but there's a reason why you had to become so organized. Mm. Is it because you had like a full on schedule when you were a child? Is it like, can you like walk us through? Totally. Yeah. So I think a big piece of it was being an overachiever. And that's actually typically the type of person I work with as well as someone who's an overwhelmed overachiever who's taken on so much and just can't get it all together. And so for me, you know, even through high school, straight A student also working on the side through the summers or on the weekends and just really taking up a lot of my time with extracurriculars and building up all of these different expectations of myself and creating those structures to help take that weight off mentally. Um, so I think that the the organization piece of me was partially natural, in which case I don't I don't necessarily say that I'm going to make you into me. That's really not what we're trying to do here when I work with someone, but it's really about just bringing some of those best practices and trying to figure out what fits into your life best. So that was kind of my, my background growing up, but it really, it depends on the kind of person that you are, what matters to you, how organization will look in your individual life. So do you ever test? Okay. So you have all of these tools, these structures, these these ways that you've created to organize your own life do you Mm. ever play around with it and just be like I'm gonna like not fall off track but like I'm gonna see if I can like release a bit of the organization or do you always stick to schedule because it takes a lot of it's very demanding at the same time it simplifies everything but it takes a lot of discipline Mm. to stay on track do you ever play around with that yeah, I absolutely do. And that's a that's a great point. So I think what's important with organization is if you have a structure, but it's taking a lot of energy to stay on it, it's probably not the right one for you is kind of the vibe that I have. And so obviously it's it's tempting to set a really high bar for yourself and look at the, you know, the Marie Kondos or the home edits of, of the world that are super organized and super on top of it. Rainbow pantries. So far, exactly. Rainbow everything. Yeah. There's a level that's a little bit too far, but also it's, it's really about how you feel around the spaces and the areas of your life that are feeling cluttered. And so for me, I definitely do it even in my own life, kind of experiment with, okay, if I let go of the rigidity in this area, what happens and how can I intercept that process that will naturally happen? So an example of this for me is my personal inbox where at work, I'm super on top of keeping my emails organized. But with my personal inbox, there's newsletters coming in, there's random stuff I've signed up for. And so sometimes I'll kind of like, let it build up, and then see if I can create processes that are a little bit more sustainable than what I've had in the past, whether it's setting up like automations or unsubscribing from things because it's actually long term versus like, okay, I'm going to be super on top of it and sort everything and delete everything right away. 
And so it's kind of giving myself that time to evaluate what's working and what's not, which is also what we end up doing in the coaching container is like that evaluation piece that takes conscious effort to do that step back and evaluate. So you're basically detoxing people's lives. Kind of. Yeah. That's a good way to phrase it. the shit out of people's (laughs) lives. (laughs) I love that. So how, like, okay, so we're going to like, because I could have like this conversation for hours, but I have so many like precise questions and obviously we're like stepping into springtime. Like the energy is shifting. Springtime Mm -hmm. is actually the best time to detox our bodies. But it's also the because of like our, our digestive systems, our minds, everything, but everything also that nature can provide, like the fresh mm-hmm. fruits, the legumes, like ev- just everything, basically. But the vitamin D that's coming out from like your morning walks and all of that good stuff. But there's ways also, and this is what I want to dive into. There's ways to spring clean your entire life, not just detoxing your body, not just like having to clean your windows, but it's like mapping out your entire life Mm -hmm. so let's dive into that because this is where I'm super super interested like you're Mm -hmm. talking about detoxing your social media like your inbox your finances schedule like how is there like one like someone who's listening to this podcast right now Mm -hmm. where's that one first step to take where should someone start right (laughs) very overwhelming Totally. Yeah. And so in general, the place to start is actually going to be internally to ask yourself, okay, what actually matters to me and what is essentially driving me nuts right now? Because of course, everyone is going to have different priorities, different lifestyles, different situations going on in their lives. And so to tell someone, oh, you should start with your email, for example, that's not going to be true for everybody. So it's really kind of getting a sense of how how your life is going right now and what area of organization would bring the most benefit to you and have the biggest ROI almost. And so when I work with a new client just in general, the first thing we do isn't actually an organization project at all. It's actually a deep dive into their core values and to understand like, okay, what kind of person are you? What drives you? What matters and motivates you? And from there, we can then identify, okay, based on what your core values are, what areas of your life are in alignment or out of alignment? And how can we start to prioritize based on those gaps? So for some people, if they're feeling really out of alignment in a certain area, that's where we're going to dive in, even if some of the outward aspects of like, oh, your your kitchen is disorganized. But if that's not really what's driving them nuts, that's not where we're going to start. We're going to kind of prioritize based on what will allow them to unlock more of that energy and more of that relief so that, that they can then carry that forward into whatever project comes next. So it's kind of building that momentum based on kind of priority for what matters to them. I love that. And I love that you're like tapping into the energy because it is so true. Like it's very connected. Like, well, basically number one, everything is energy. So where you're living, what you're eating, what you like, how you're moving, what you're wearing, the type Mm -hmm. of music that you're consuming or TV shows or whatever. It's like really like detoxing, like literally every single aspect of your life. And the fact that you're starting from literally from like the foundation, which yeah, it would be our values. I love that. Is there like a common 
like something very common between all of your the people that you've served, like all of your clients, like oh, like one particular area that people tend to struggle more? Hmm. I think it tends to be around boundaries, especially for people who are those overachievers when they start to look at their schedules and they say, well, I have to do this and I have to do that. And all of these things are piling up. And a lot of the time, the coaching we end up doing is more around, okay, why? Why do you need to do those things? Where has that obligation come from? And so often there's a good portion of what's clogging up their day that is some unspoken obligation that they have to some other person that the, you know, the boundaries aren't clear. We weren't sure who's doing what I've taken on all this extra stuff. And that tends to create a lot of mental overwhelm, even more often than the person realized that they were putting on the client that I'm talking to. And so it's, it's really interesting because I think a lot of the time clients will come in to talk to me thinking that it's going to be a very consulting type conversation of like, oh, tell me what calendar app I should use, or tell me what planner, or tell me what, you know, physical organization system I should use. But really it's going to be around like taking away some of those priorities that aren't actually top of mind for them and restructuring what their days should look like, what their home could look like if they really focused on what mattered. So I think the boundaries is a really big piece that gets unlocked the further along that we go in the journey. That is okay. This is so interesting because yes, I'm one of those persons that used to say mm-hmm. yes to everyone, everything, even though my heart wasn't in it, even though I would resent saying yes. Yep. Oh yeah. Like <laughs> I can totally relate to that. And it's so true that number one, like doing work around boundaries, saying no, like no is a complete sentence, which we're not taught. Mm-hmm. To, you know like we're people pleaser we want people to love us we want people to not be mad with us it's yeah. hard saying no to people it's hard to like say you know what number one my schedule is packed or I need some like I need some release time like I need I need a, like a weekend where there's nothing on my schedule that totally. is well too I love that you're like diving into this mm-hmm. but here's like one quick question so let's say Cause you'd like literally just mentioned it like systems, trackers, mm-hmm. calendars, because you're like the expert. I'm super curious to know what are your go-tos mm, yeah. for someone so, who's like struggling with this. For sure. So I'm happy to share what I do with the full caveat that this is what I do and won't necessarily work for everybody I'm talking to, even in the context of like a very similar lifestyle, but just their brains work differently. So just want to put that out there before I go through it. But it's interesting because if you'd asked me this a year ago, I would have said, I'm a paper planner person. I always have a paper planner. I bring it with me everywhere. It's super, you know, organized and I keep everything in there. In the past year, I've actually switched to digital, which is something that I had resisted for a really long time. And so now with both my personal life, my business and my work life, I'm using an app called ClickUp. So that's my new obsession right now, um, which basically allows me to do a lot of the same stuff with regards to, you know, keeping track of appointments and projects and deadlines. But I think a big piece of it is it takes off a lot of that mental load of reminding myself about things that are coming up that might be in the future. And so if I have something that I know I'm going to have to do it, it's kind of low priority. It's not due for another month. I can just put it into this tracker. It's basically a project management tool. 
put it in for three weeks from now and it'll pop up for me three weeks from now to remind me to do it, but I don't have to keep it on my mind for the next three weeks while I wait. So that's been a really big game changer, not to mention with team management stuff at work as well, because I can assign between others that I work with. So that's been a big game changer for me, but it's definitely a shift because I was huge, huge paper planner person and I was obsessed with it before. So I can go either way, but that's kind of where I'm at now. Okay. You just tapped into two things. Number one, I think I'm also like a paper, like I, I need to write, but also for my brain to remember what I got to do. Because uh, yep. if I just type, I kind of like just type into oblivion, like it just doesn't exist. Yep. Um, but it's also the, the, the way that we were brought up, like in school, we would literally write it down. Write yeah. notes, like all the time in uni, like <laughs> how many <Yep>. notebooks, <laughs> you totally. know, but you mentioned like those those little things. And I don't know why I'm going to tap into this, but I guess someone needs this. My struggle in my own day to day, I am very organized. I have my planners. I ha- like, I, I have everything mapped out because I have like so much going on and I need every, I need a time slot for everything. And I need also a lot of open space for my mental well being. Yeah. But those little things like call the doctor, take an appointment, call the vet for the shots. I don't know, get some allergy testing, like those little things that are just not important today, that there's no like time limit to do mm-hmm. that you get to like postpone and postpone and postpone. <laughs> I yeah. never get them done. Do you have anything oh. to say to me? And it's not just me. I know someone needs oh, it no, for sure. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. I think for those little things, like part of it again is, is giving yourself that kind of deadline. And that's, that's why I've really liked these, this digital organization piece is because I can schedule it and say, I'm going to do this in three weeks from now. And it's not going to remind me until it's time to do it. And then I can just get it done. And you trust yourself that you're going to do it. So that's the other piece is if you don't, then accountability comes into play, whether it's like having a person remind you or kind of having someone or something hold you accountable to that piece that can be helpful too. Um, I know there's lots of, you know, habit trackers and things like that, that can come into play even with appointments and stuff like that, because you can put dates on them. Um, But generally speaking, I mean, honestly, there are also just automations out in the world where like your dentist will call you and say, Hey, it's time to schedule your appointment. You're like, oh, right, I better do that. So it's almost like taking that judgment off yourself of like, of course, you're going to forget this. It's six months from now. It's not super urgent, but it is something that you should do. And just taking advantage of the structures and support that do exist out there so that you can free up your mind for what actually matters. Like trying to memorize how many appointments you have to book in the next six months is not going to be the best use of your mental space. And that's okay. <laughs> Does everything that you do, like getting your life organized, help you like release the mental overload? Or does yeah. it add to it sometimes? I think when it's coming into a new system, that can that can be where a little bit of the friction is if you're adding to what you already have and creating a new process. And so that's where a little bit of that trial and error comes into play. And that's also where coaching comes into play as well, where you have that support as you're trying new things and saying like, okay, this is working, this isn't working. And rather than letting it just fall to the wayside, because it's not perfect, you can instead kind of take that step back, iterate, figure out what pieces you can pull forward, make changes. And so that's, that's something that I find really helpful is having that accountability as you go through the process of figuring it out. 
But the idea is once you have it in place, it should feel like a breath of fresh air. It should feel like you've taken that mental load off because now it's just, this is just how it is. It's just how it works. And you don't have to be constantly deciding over and over to stick to this system because your life is set up this way. So that's kind of the process. And that's, that's really where the accountability piece comes in is getting yourself into that inertia place with the system that you want to have. Makes sense. It makes total sense. And like, do you think I'm trying to like figure out how I'm going to ask this question because I, it just came through, but it's also like building new habits, Mm -hmm. like rewiring your brain, your old habits, shifting everything in order to become that person, that version of you who, as as an example, who does her dishes every night or her make, Mm -hmm. she makes her bed or she goes and she like makes time to work out every single day or whatever it is, you know, she's, her inbox is it's legit and it's clean and it's just like not spammed or anything. So yeah. do you have any like tips or like personal experience, like something that you want to share about habits? Because I find that habits, building habits is really hard, but it's so worth it because mm-hmm. challenges create change. And I would assume that working with you does create some challenges because your job as a coach is to reassess basically some mm-hmm. like your client's entire life. And that's going to like challenge the client. Yeah. But there's magic at the end of that. Totally. Yeah. It's, it's interesting, actually, as you were asking that question, you mentioned something about the better version of you, which I think is really interesting to key in on versus becoming an organized person. It's more about being the organized version of you and kind of seeing it from that lens of this is still me. It's still the things that matter to me. It's still the way that I work. And we're just kind of optimizing and up-leveling based on who you are versus looking at some other person saying, I'm going to copy them, which I think is really a, a big piece of it. When you think about this habit building piece, it's not necessarily looking at some Instagram guru or whatever the case is and copying their morning routine. It's more building it in baby steps, which I find is really the the big key of, of habit forming in general is kind of getting into these little aspects of it starting to get into a frequency that works for you as you start to build it up. So it might be less frequent to start, or it might be a shorter or smaller version of the thing to start as you kind of build it up. And then of course the accountability piece comes into play too. Um, So whether it is again with a coach or whether it's with a friend that's doing it along with you or an app that's holding you accountable, whatever the case is, some form of accountability as you get into that habit But all of that being said, I think the most important thing is thinking about it from the perspective of this is you elevated as opposed to this is some other person that you're trying to become that just isn't you at all. Yeah, it's not sustainable in the long run. Exactly. Exactly. Oh, Mm -hmm. I love that. Okay, so let's like really dive into the spring cleaning, detoxing the shit out of your life. Mm -hmm. What are the aspects? Because at the top of my head, if I'm like someone's talking about spring cleaning, the first thing that comes to mind to me is like clean, like deep cleaning the house. Totally. Like the cupboards, Mm -hmm. like just everything, you know, going through decluttering. I do it every single year after the holidays. So spring cleaning to me is no longer does not mean the house anymore. Spring cleaning Mm -hmm. to me would mean like what, like, because I love the spring energy. I'm like a spring baby. Like it just like, I feel like every year I shed a version of myself and Mm -hmm. I I spring clean that old M into a new M. 
Right. That is my version of a spring cleaning. But I know someone else is listening to this and they're just like, well, spring cleaning to me is like, is the house is making sure my, my winter, like my winter tires are stored and I have my, you know, it's like getting that mm-hmm. mundane stuff done. Totally. What's your version? Because it's extensive. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. So, so you're absolutely right. There's almost like two sides of spring cleaning. One of which is just the the habitual stuff that you're talking about where it's just, oh, it's a change of the season. I need to, you know, clean the windows now because there was snow on them. They're kind of the things where you don't move forward year over year. It's kind of just, you do this every year just to stay where you are. And it kind of just is an executional thing. It's not really changing your level or your energy. It's just getting stuff and out you of resent it. And you kind of resent it too. So you get <laughs> add some music, make it fun. But like at the end of the day, it's just a thing you got to do or don't. Honestly, some people don't do the whole, you know, complete clean. And it depends on what matters to you and what your top priorities are from a household perspective. But for me, when I think about spring cleaning, I think about taking advantage of the spring energy to create momentum in sustainable upgrades in your life. So it's not just a thing that it's like, okay, it's the end of winter. I'm going to make this change, but a year from now, I'm going to be back where I started and have to make the change again. It's more, I'm making an upgrade right now because I am feeling this energy and like, it's time to make a change. I'm going to do it with the community or whatever the case is. And this change is going to stick and stay with me such that a year from now, I've still maintained this higher level of myself and I can keep building on it. So that's the kind of approach that I'm taking is more around, you know, looking at your your finances, for example, you know, how can I create a more sustainable process for how I'm managing my money or how I'm spending my money in alignment with my my values? And how can I carry that forward versus just doing like a one-time kind of look through what I'm doing? And that also applies to like my health and wellness. Like, okay, I'm going to make a change to only be applicable for the next three months. And then it's just going to fall off again. How can I make it more sustainable? And so I really kind of think through all of the different aspects of your life that can benefit from this type of review. Can you list list a couple of aspects just so we like expand people's minds? Yeah. So, I mean, I'll... I'll kind of tease it as well, because this is kind of the the area that we're going through with uh, my Spring Clean Your Life Challenge, which just started yesterday, as you're listening to this, if you're listening on the day that we're, we're launching with this podcast. But um, basically, our Spring Clean Your Life five-day challenge, every day you're getting a different um, suggestion or set of suggestions for how to spring clean an area of your life. So we're going through your workspace, because that's one area that you tend to spend a ton of time. And so having that positive space in your life is going to help to upgrade your energy moving forward. Um, We talk about your finances, as I touched on as well. We talk about your digital life. So we talked a bit about email, but also social media, you know, unfollowing accounts that are kind of driving you crazy and that sort of thing. So all of the digital aspect of your life. Uh, We also talk about your schedule, things that have started to pile up and make you feel super overwhelmed or disorganized and just like you have too much on your plate. Um, And then finally, your wardrobe is a big one. I know people love to do a clean out of your wardrobe in the spring, and it's honestly a perfect time. And this one, it's interesting because, of course, you know, every year you might do this type of thing, but it's more about being consistent in choosing the things that make you feel good and kind of upgrading each year towards the type of person that you want to be in the wardrobe that makes you feel supported in your body. Okay, so I just- have a, qu- a personal question regarding wardrobe. Please. So yeah. how am I going to start this question? A year, uh, a little less than a year ago, we moved into a new house. We okay. moved from Quebec City back to Montreal. 
new home, new construction, new everything. Mm -hmm. Um, and I haven't been resonating with my wardrobe ever since. Mm, yep. I, and I have a pretty big closet. Like it's, it's packed, but like I do my, my, my spring cleaning, quote unquote spring cleaning every year after Christmas mm -hmm. this year, I didn't do it yet. Um, just because I don't resonate with my, it's kind of like I walk into it, my closet and it's not my closet. It's, these are not mm -hmm. my clothes. What do you have to say to that? Because <laughs> I'm like, it's beautiful. These outfits are beautiful. I just don't resonate with them anymore. Should I keep, should I wait a bit until I resonate? Like, what do you have to say? <laughs> Totally. Yeah. I think that's a challenging one, especially considering the amount of life change that's going on at the same time. And so there's probably like an emotional component going on there as oh, well. Oh, 100%. Yeah. So yeah. So <laughs> I imagine, and you know, this isn't going to sound like a very life organization answer, but it, I feel like a lot of it is going to be around like the introspection piece of like, what, what are you desiring from the wardrobe? And is it like, when you're seeing it or as it's on you in both cases, like, what are you, what are you actively looking for and looking for some inspiration, both within where? <laughs> but both from within your own closet, also from like out in the world and out on Pinterest and those sorts of things, kind of putting together, what is the, what is the inspiration and what are you, what kind of energy are you hoping to tap into from it? And then from there, you can start to kind of review the clothing that you do have and start to do a little bit of sorting almost. It's it's a little bit of the KonMari type method of like going yeah. through everything and just getting a sense of like, okay, what does actually spark joy for me within what I have? And it's almost like rethinking it of, yes, this used to be my staple piece, but now I just don't love it anymore and kind of setting it aside. And in terms of like, you know, should I keep it? Should I not? I think from that perspective. Perspective, I would almost keep it on like an item by item perspective, because of course it can be very overwhelming to look at the whole closet and go, I have to throw the whole thing out. Everything is wrong. <laughs> Especially when you're overwhelmed at this point. <laughs> right. Right. Yesterday was Easter. So we had like Easter festivities. I kid you not. I was crying because I had nothing to, and this is like such like, like <laughs> a ridiculous problem to have but I was crying I was just like I don't want to wear my sweats I want to wear like my I, mm -hmm. I feel like nicer when I wear my sweats or comfy clothes at home right than wearing like my really nice outfits and like my you know beautiful pants and just like mm -hmm. oh yes I was crying like I have not I, I know I have stuff to wear right like not mine mm-hmm Totally. Yeah. I find too, that something, something that's interesting is almost seeing them in a different perspective or a different frame of reference in some cases. So like taking some of the clothes into a different room or like physically trying them on and kind of thinking them through in a different way than just staring at the wall of clothes and going like, what do I even do with this? So it's almost like piecing back some of the mental overwhelm that happens when you stare at what you're used to staring at. And so giving yourself just kind of some form of different perspective as you go through will help to kind of change that lens in your brain to say like, this isn't the closet that I'm overwhelmed with. This is just an item of clothing. How do I feel about it? Kind of giving yeah. yourself a little space there. I'll, I'll, I'll let you know. <laughs> okay. What is one area that people tend to forget about? Hmm. Yeah, I think... There, I mean, there's a couple and it kind of depends on the person, but I sense that 
a lot of the time the schedule is the one that gets left by the wayside because it feels like not a physical type of organization. So not something that you really think about and it just kind of piles up. So I think as we go through this process of like, okay, how can I spring clean my life and create room in my life for the things that I love and care about and want to dive into, that really is a temporal thing for a lot of people. And it really does need that extra piece of care of like, am I spending my time in a way that I want to be? In some cases that can be things like, oh, you know, I am going to take on this extra responsibility or I'm going to not go to this extra party that I don't have time for or whatever the case is. Or it might be, hey, I'm going to put um, app restrictions on my phone so I'm not scrolling on TikTok for three hours a day. Can depend on who the person is, but I think there's a lot of kind of review of how your time is spent, especially knowing that it's limited for everyone. And there's Mm -hmm. really an opportunity in everyone's day to insert some sort of joy or some sort of, you know, positivity or productivity or whatever the case is for that person to help them feel like, okay, yes, I've got this. I've got my life together. So I think that's something that is worth a look regardless of where you're at, just to make sure that you're feeling in line with how your time is spent. Planning my weeks has been such a game changer Mm -hmm. um, because I like, I have so much going on on a day to day, but just to like brain dump everything. And I know you're a fan of brain dumping as well. Brain dumping is life. Honestly, it changes everything, but it really has transformed my entire life just to like plan like my healthy habits, like who, like the habits that my higher self does on a day to day. Like I plan those out, planning my meals, planning the Mm -hmm. groceries, laundry, like those chores, brain dumping everything. It's just like, it has transformed everything. And then within that, I schedule in like the appointments, the work, like the, I don't know, is my husband out of town and I'm solo parenting, like just whatever it is, but people's birthday, like just those random things, scheduling Mm -hmm. has transformed everything. It has lowered my anxiety. It's just like that piece of paper, because I still do paper. Sure. Yeah. Um, Really has like all of my thoughts, my to-dos and my, my open, like the time I need a lot of open time. Mm -hmm. Um, just to like flow through my days and like make sure that I'm not feeling stressed out or anxious. It really has transformed everything. So yeah, I, I love that. that. love that tip. Do How do you schedule your, your weeks? Yeah. So my weeks are a little bit interesting. I think part of it is because I do have that nine to five piece of it. So a lot of it is kind of pre-scheduled for me, but of course doing the side hustle thing as well means that I have, you know, certain blocks of time that are open for, um, for client calls or for different aspects of kind of content creation and, and such. So I think for me, the biggest, honestly, a big opportunity for me is figuring out how to slot in other things outside of those pre-booked areas. And so a big piece of that in my case is figuring out, okay, when am I going to do my workouts? Cause that's another big piece that kind of chunks into the schedule. Uh, but this is something I'm actively working on because my return to office process has been kind of a transition for me. Um, a few months ago, we were kind of in the office two or three days a week. Now it's closer to four. So it's a question of how, you know, how can my schedule shift in response to that? Um, you know, am I inserting yoga classes on the weekends and things like that to help to give a little bit of structure? And so it's something that's been a transition for me. Um, but really 
I find that having that structure is really helpful just to get a sense of like, okay, what is locked in so that I can flex around it. And as you mentioned, kind of pre-planning and saying, okay, this is when I'm going to do my emails for the challenge, for example, like which day, where am I going to be just so I'm not constantly, you know, freaking myself out about, oh, I should be doing this. Oh, I need to be doing this because I know when I'm going to do it. I've already figured it out. Yeah. I love that. So let's dive into the challenge because we're going to link it in the show notes. This is super exciting, guys. I really hope that you guys sign up. Uh, but can you like just walk us through really quickly? Yeah, for sure. So basically the process is that each day of the five-day challenge, you receive a new email that will give you some suggestions on things that you can do within a very short amount of time to just give you that baby step towards a more organized life in that area. And as part of the challenge as well, Each one that you do, if you share an update on this upgrade in social media and tag us, you'll get entered into a draw to win a gift card at the end of the challenge. So I know right now we're kind of partway through. We just started yesterday. So if you do sign up today, if you're listening to this now or anytime in the next few weeks, you will get the emails that you missed delivered to you immediately. So you can catch up in whatever kind of time span you need to. Um, But our live prize draw at the end of the challenge is going to be on Saturday, which is April 15th at 8 p.m. Eastern Daylight Time. So if you want to join that as well on Instagram, we would love to have you join us there. But yeah, basically every day you'll get an email and you can keep those emails for, for forever if you'd like. And then just kind of go through some of those suggestions and get your life more together each day of the challenge. Oh, that's amazing. We're going to get, uh, we're going to schedule, we're going to like link everything in the show notes. This is super, super exciting. Honestly, I could have had like 28 other questions, (laughs) but I know you're working. Um, So drop your handle so people can like stalk you, work with you, DM you, get into the challenge and everything. Totally. Yeah. So I am at simpleharmonic.co pretty much everywhere. So my website is also simpleharmonic.co. So if you search that anywhere, you will find me. So I'm on Instagram and TikTok and also my website. And that's pretty much where I'll be. Amazing. Well, thank you so much for being on the podcast. Honestly, it was so fun to connect with you finally. Absolutely. (laughs) Thank you so much for having me. Thank you so much for spending time listening to this episode. It would mean the world to me if you would leave a five-star rating and review because it helps get the podcast to even more listeners. So don't forget to hit subscribe and pop the champagne. You are meant to celebrate this fantastic life of yours. Mwah!